0: Devils fans. It is as always your host, your boy Neil Villa Piano, and welcome to another edition of the Devil State of Mind Podcast, right here on the Hockey Podcast Network, as well as SportsWire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I hope you are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this podcast episode. Thank you guys, as always, for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. I greatly, greatly appreciate this episode and everything we do here at the Hockey Podcast Network are sponsored by our wonderful friends. Over. At DraftKings Sportsbook. When you sign up for DraftKings, don't forget to use our promo code THPN and tell them that Neil Villapiano sent you. DraftKings has unbelievable opportunities to get some huge cash prizes. So make sure you get the DraftKings right now. You sign up, use our promo code, like I mentioned, THPN. And as always, like I said, tell them that Neil Villapiano sent you. Folks, we have quite a bit to discuss here on this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. One thing we're going to be discussing is the fact that the Devils finally were able to sign their uh, final restricted free agent, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. We're also going to give a quick uh, Devil's World Juniors update. There isn't A whole lot of players uh, that are representing the Devils in these World Juniors. But there is one person in particular that is already off to a fantastic start with Team USA. And also, we have finally found out who will be the next voice on television for the New Jersey Devils on MSG. So, as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on this edition of the Devil's State of Mind podcast. So let's not waste any more time. And get rolling! Now, unfortunately, I do have to start this episode on on a very somber note. Um, And I think most of you probably know where I'm going with this. But in case you don't, here is information. On Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, uh, Mike Stelter, the father of Oilers superfan Ben Stelter, announced on social media that his son, Ben has unfortunately passed away at the age of six years old. This was after a long battle with glioblastoma, a form of brain cancer. And this is obviously, you know, a lot, you know, the hockey world has come to know Ben very well, especially during the Oilers run to the Western Conference Finals in the Stanley Cup playoffs this past year. Um, Ben was diagnosed with this, Uh, brain cancer two months before his fifth birthday, so he was uh, in quite a battle. Um, and it's really like one of the sad things to see is, um, when you look at some pictures that Ben's father posted on Twitter and also on Instagram of what Ben looked like when he was, I think, four or even five. Um, and to and then you know what he look like um, towards the end of his life, you can definitely see a major difference. And it's very, it's very heartbreaking to see, especially for someone as young as someone like Ben was. And it's, it, it allow it, what it does in many ways is that number one, it obviously puts more and more emphasis on trying to find a cure for these things so that kids in the future don't have to go through What Ben had to go through. And it is very sad as well that someone like Ben had a very short time on this planet and uh, was taken away from the world way too soon. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Stelter family, Stettler family uh, during this very difficult time. Uh, Some more information for you guys Uh, Ben underwent multiple surgeries to remove the tumor, 35 radiation sessions. And four rounds of chemotherapy, and this was all actually found out uh, on the back of his gigantic Upper Deck hockey card that uh, Upper Deck was so generous to make for him. Um, so yeah, I mean it's crazy. Again, this kid was just six years old, and he was going through all of that just to you know fight to stay alive and have some sort of a life, you know, at you know at such a young age. Um, and really, he got very very well known in the hockey world after meeting the Oilers. And he quickly became a huge motivation factor for the team during the Western conference final run with Edmonton posting a 10 game winning streak at home with Stetler present. So after the first time that he was introduced to the crowd, the Oilers basically made him a regular at their home games and the Oilers really, really, you know, were kicking MoFobo when it came to Stetler being there. And that's that's absolutely wonderful. And I'm so happy that the Oilers did that. I'm also happy that so many teams out there, especially in the playoffs, uh, made great posts about him and gave him gifts and showed their support as well. And I think that that just shows you how great the hockey world is and shows you the great side of human beings, that when stuff like this happens, a lot of us come together, and we do the best that we possibly can to help these um, these kids and these people in these very unfortunate situations. And uh, I'm going to read to you really quickly what um, what Ben's father, Mike, wrote on both Twitter and Instagram about his son. Um, just a little bit emotional. Um, and uh, it it does tug your heart a lot. And, uh, you know, you, you can't especially, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a father, Um I'm not a father at all. So I cannot even imagine what um, the Stetler family must be going through right now and what his uh, father, Mike, must be going through. But this is what his father wrote. Uh, He said, quote, the world lost the most special boy and an absolute hero last night. Ben, you were the best son we could have ever hoped for. And you were my best bud ever. Your sisters were so lucky to have you as such a sweet brother. You fought so long and hard and beat so many odds. You truly changed the world and did so much good in your short time here. Mom and I are so proud of you. You had a bigger heart than anyone we've ever met. Our hearts are left with a bend-sized hole in them, and life will never be the same without you. We are absolutely crushed. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> sorry, you get a little bit emotional, like I just said. Um, you know, reading that and, you know, thinking about the fact that someone like Mike has to bury their son at such a young age from a horrible disease. And uh, with every day that passes, all we can do is continue to try to push forward to try to find a cure for these for these diseases, so that future generations don't have to go through this. And uh, when these type of tragedies happen, you end up um, you know, again, focusing on it and you also need to take the time to realize a lot of us are super lucky to still be alive. I mean, I'm 25 years of age and I'm perfectly healthy and, you know, everything like that. And I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed, uh, to, to not have to go through stuff like Ben had to go through. Um, and I feel, I feel very, very sad, um, And also feel somewhat guilty because again, I personally would say this, I would trade my life to allow Ben to live uh, a long life. I I would switch places with him in an instant because it's people like that. And and look, Ben is one of the millions of kids that have experienced this, that don't get talked about um, that get through, that have to deal with the horrific disease of some sort. And, you know, the chances of them living is very slim and they have to fight tooth and nail. And Ben fought his hardest and fought and lived as long as he possibly could and did not give up. And unfortunately it was just too much. And it's, it it breaks your heart to see someone that young, that little, you know, already have their life taken away from them before it even really began. But in the short time, as Uh, Ben's father put it uh, in the short time that he was on this planet. He touched the lives of many, including myself and many people in the world and certainly in the hockey world. And uh, you know, we're all going to, we're all going to miss him. I know the Oilers um, organization and fan base are going to miss him severely. And uh, the hope is, is that, um, you know, the stellar family one day at a time can, can get through this. They're obviously never going to be able to forget it. And they're obviously not going to want to forget it because it's their son, But you just you send your love and your prayers um, to them uh, as they get through this unbelievably and incredibly difficult time in their lives. So, uh, you know, obviously, it's not the greatest way you want to start uh, an episode, but I felt like it was necessary. And I just didn't know if I wanted to begin with it or if I wanted to end the episode with it. But I, I felt like beginning with it just kind of really, you know, brings brings home the point. So. I do want to say, once again, rest in peace to the Oilers' youngest superfan, Ben Stetler, um, who, after a battle with brain cancer, passed away on Tuesday evening at the age of six. So our thoughts and prayers are with uh, his father, Mike, and their entire family during this difficult time. And Ben, thank you so much for all of the wonderful memories that you brought Everybody, you touch the lives of so many like your father said, and you will never, ever be forgotten. And you are always going to be loved by millions. So rest in peace, young warrior, and we will never, ever forget you. So I don't know how to necessarily transition from something that sad and that devastating to things that are less Important when it comes to looking at, at uh at life itself. But there is some let's call it positive news that I would like to share with you guys that does indeed involve the New Jersey devils So we'll start, um, which is really kind of crazy how a lot of this news that I have today all happened on the same day. Um, so you're really getting some really up to the date news. Um, but the devil's also on Wednesday. Um, announced that they had re-signed their final uh, restricted free agent forward Fabian Zetterlin, to a one-year two-way contract. Once again, that basically means that Fabian Zetterlin can be sent up and down from Utica to New Jersey and vice versa without having to go through waivers. Um, The deal is worth $750,000 at the NHL level, and $125,000 at the American Hockey League or the AHL level with $175,000 guaranteed. It's so kind of interesting with that. Now, here's some information for you guys in case you don't know who Fabian Zetterlin is because I know that there's also a lot of people that listen to my podcast that may not know the Devils and their prospects as much as some others. So I always like to give this information for you guys. Zetterlin, uh, who will be turning... The young age of 23, later this month of August, uh, made his NHL debut back on November 18th of 2021, when the Devils were in Florida against the Panthers, and played in 14 games overall with the team. He uh, he finished his first, I guess you'd say, season in the NHL, though. He finished his cup of coffee in the NHL. Uh, telling eight points, three goals and five assists. So he actually was a pretty solid contributor in the short time he was uh, with the team. He earned his first career NHL point on April 9th, 2022, when the Devils were in Dallas against the Stars. And he got his first NHL goal on April 12th at Arizona. So that was like literally the next game. He was also one of eight players who made their NHL debut with the Devils this past season. Uh, Baby Zellen is 5'11 and 220 pounds at the moment. He played most of the year, uh, skating in exactly 58 games with the Utica Comets, and his 52 points, 24 goals, and 28 assists ranked second on the team last year. Zetterlin's eight power play goals and seven game winners also led the Comets. Additionally, He added two goals, six assists for eight points in five Calder Cup playoff games, which was tied for the team lead. And Fabian Zellerlin was really impressive the second time he came back. To the Devils in April and played a bunch of games down the stretch. He really showed a lot of energy. That one goal that he scored against the Red Wings late in the season, I think it was either the second to last or last game of the year. But, you know, his energy, his speed, a guy that can, you know, score the puck at will and a guy who, you know is going to be competing for a bottom six role in this team. He's going to be one of those guys that uh, is giving himself a really good shot to maybe make the team out of camp. You know, he showed a lot of really good bright spots. And I remember when he first got called up to the Devils, the first thing that he said when he spoke to the media, he said, Um, I hope to bring that, uh, third, I think at the time Utica was on a you know, long winning streak to begin the year. And I think it was at 13 at one point. And he said, I hope to bring that 13 game winning streak mentality to the devils. And this is a guy who had never played in the NHL before. And for him to have that much confidence to say something like that, and then to come in and actually contribute a pretty good amount in just 14 games, I think shows you that this is a guy that could be a very underrated player that can come in and be a major contributor to this Devils team in 2022-23. And I think it was important for the Devils to get him um, re-signed. Now, what I did find interesting, and shout out to devils.fanpage on Instagram for sharing this, is that because it's a two-way deal, um, Fabian Zetterlin, uh, the, the money that uh, the uh, the Devils paid for Fabian Zetterlin, it actually doesn't affect the salary cap at all. So that was kind of something that I was wondering to myself as to, You know, where the devil's going to have to make, you know, a move to move some money around. They may still very well do so for other reasons, but I think right now, with getting Setterland signed, you're now completely done. There's no more RFAs to sign. There really isn't room to make any more moves. So everything the Devils have done now up until this point is what we're going to see for the most part at training camp and what we're going to see for the majority of the team going into next season. So it was just kind of a matter of when for the Devils when it came to getting a deal for Zetterland done and they were able to come to an agreement on that. And he also avoids arbitration. I don't remember if he filed for arbitration or not. I don't think he did. So I don't think the Devils didn't have to worry about that at all anyway. But at this, but the main point is simply that the Devils were able to re-sign Fabian Zetterlin, and he's going to be a guy to keep your eye on once training camp begins and what kind of confidence he can bring to himself and to the team once we get underway Um, in the next couple of weeks, especially we're about what, five weeks away, I believe from uh rookie camp. So excited for that. And you get that prospects tournament as well, that I'm sure Fabian Zetterland will be a part of. So, uh, with that being said, the Devils once again announced on Wednesday, the re-signing of their final restricted free agent in forward and prospect Fabian Zetterland to a one-year deal that is a two-way contract worth $750,000 at the NHL level. And $125,000 at the AHL level with $175,000 guaranteed. So Zeddy is back once again with the New Jersey Devils. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can feel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You could throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, and MMA, and much more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use our promo code THPN to make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1 thousand dollars. That's promo code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions reply. See show notes for details. So now we'll shift over to a quick Devils World Juniors update. Uh, The World Juniors, uh, if if you remember, uh, they were going on when they normally go on in December and January, December 2021 into January of 2022, but because of COVID and several other things, the World Juniors was postponed and eventually rescheduled to start here in August, starting back on Tuesday, August 9th. So at the time of this recording, um, well, not the time of this recording, by the time you guys are listening to this episode, they will be getting underway with day three of the World Juniors. They'll go through the round robin and then we'll go into uh, obviously the elimination rounds. The Devils currently have just two players uh, that are representing their con- respective countries um, that are obviously also representing the Devils. And that is Peter Hauser, who the Devils actually selected this past year in the draft. And more more interesting, no, no offense to Peter Hauser, but obviously big deal, Luke Hughes. And Luke Hughes got off to a awesome start with Team USA in their first game on Tuesday night. Uh, to open up World Juniors, Luke Hughes had a goal and an assist for two points in the first game for the United States. A dominant 5-1 to win over Germany in their first game. What was also impressive is that the U.S. outshot the Germans 52-11. They really dominated the game from start to finish. And Luke Hughes was a big part of that. And because of that, Luke Hughes was actually named player of the game for Team USA. So the way they do it in World Juniors is that they give a player of the game award to a player from each team, just you know, regardless of the, the scoring, regardless of what happens in the game itself. Um, and Luke Hughes gets himself a player of the game. I also found out, thanks to Chris Peters, uh, who covers prospects and writes for NHL as well, um, he actually said that Luke Hughes became the first of the three Hughes brothers to score in the world juniors. And it's kind of crazy to think about both Jack and Quinn and how, you know, they've been able to score so much of well in the NHL that they were never able to score a goal at world juniors. And so Luke Hughes becomes the first of the three uh, Hughes brothers. And he looked so good. And I know that a lot of players on uh, team USA as well as their coaching staff spoke very highly of Luke Hughes. He actually led the team in ice time. He is he is their top defenseman. I don't think there's any question about it. He's developed this game a lot more. And it's just exciting to see. And it makes us it, it makes Tom Fitzgerald certainly look good for taking him uh two years ago. And it, it gets you excited for not just him going back to Michigan to play, um, but also for him to eventually come to the New Jersey Devils. And uh you just you can kind of see glimpse of a glimpses of what really can be uh, Luke Hughes in the NHL for years to come. So good job by Luke Hughes. And uh, hopefully he can continue this as the tournament um moves along. Now, earlier in that day, Czechia came from behind to beat Slovakia by the score of 5-4, to four. and Devils draft pick, who I just mentioned a few moments ago, Pierre Hauser, who was selected in the fifth round at 141st overall, he was dressed as the 13th forward for Czechia in that game and played just two shifts. So, he's one of the younger players on that Czechia roster, so I don't expect him to get huge minutes. Maybe he makes a, gets a point or two, you know, who knows? But, um, Didn't make make much of a factor in the Czechia's 5-4 comeback victory over Slovakia, but still he got a chance to play. So the Devils uh, got two guys that uh, represent the team that are playing in the World Juniors. Now, Uh, to give you guys uh, when the next USA game is for Luke Hughes. Uh, That'll be this Thursday. So you guys, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it'll be tonight, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern versus Switzerland. So another late game. Uh, All the games are being played over in Alberta at the, um, I think, uh, where the Edmonton Oilers play. So uh, there's something to look forward to. Uh, The games are, by the way, on NHL Network, if you're watching the United States. I think also on TSN um, up in Canada. As for Czechia, their next game is also on Thursday, earlier in the day, 2 p.m. Eastern, when they take on one of the favorites to win it this year in the World Juniors, uh, Finland. So Czechia has a tall task um, against Finland, and we'll see if Hauser uh, gets involved in that one. But that right there is your World Juniors update, and we'll continue to give you guys updates as the tournament rolls along. Now, when I was writing my script for this episode uh, today, this last topic um, wasn't on here originally. Uh, The World Juniors update was going to be the final one, so I was expecting this to be a relatively short episode. But just before I was set to record, uh, Ryan Novazinski, our boy uh, from NJ.com, tweeted out some breaking news that the Devils or MSG as well uh, are planning on hiring Bill Spaulding as the newest uh, play-by-play voice of the Devils over on MSG, and I think a lot of people' their first reaction was, "Who is Bill Spaulding? You know, where did he come from? You know, all this stuff." Well, let me give you a little bit of a background as to what I could gather uh, from. Um, just, you know, searching stuff online, also checking out Ryan Ovazinski's article, which he just posted on NJ.com. So you guys can go look at that, especially if you are a subscriber. And if you're not, please subscribe to NJ.com so you can, uh, support Ryan as well as just see some great hockey writing from him. Um. Spalding has broadcasted hockey as well as other sports. Um, he's done college football and has done a lot of uh, Olympic sports as well, particularly like track and field. Um, the two networks that he's worked for are NBC. He did a lot of stuff for the Olympics and also for ESPN. So there might be some people out there that have heard of his name before. Uh, Bill Spaulding also has his own YouTube channel, which he uses just for a demo reel. So if you look up Bill Spaulding on YouTube, you'll find a 14 plus minute video of just a demo reel of Spaulding's work that he has done. And my full opinion is that I think this is a very solid hire. He has a very firm and direct voice, which is good. You know, he seems to... You know the camera seems to work well with him, and vice versa. And also his goal calls are are very good. They're not over the top. They're not too mellow. I think they're kind of like right in the middle where you want to be. And I can see from a lot of doubles fans on social media, everybody seems to be pretty um pretty solid with with this uh, with this hire. And it's funny because and I've talked about this before that I feel like this fan base sometimes just loves to complain about anything. Um, but in this case, it seems like everybody's pretty. Pretty cool with the hiring of Spalding. He's not a very well-known name. Otherwise, everybody would be talking about it um, in more detail. But the Devils went through a hiring process, and they felt, including MSG, they felt like that Bill Spalding was the best candidate. Now, according to Devils Insiders on Twitter, um, Devils, Devils fan and current uh, radio voice of the New York Rangers and also one of the co-hosts of the Michael K. show, Don LaGreca, or um I, I forgot his nickname, uh Donnie Hockey or something like that. Um, but anyway, he was also a candidate um for the Devils um play-by-play voice, which I think would have been great uh, also from a marketing standpoint because he's from New Jersey, grew up a devils fan. He's got a he's got a really solid voice. I like him on radio. I've heard him before, and uh I think it would have been good as well. Um, but at the end of the day, the Devils went with a little bit younger of a, of a guy in Bill Spaulding, and uh, I, we'll, we'll definitely see what the Devils decide to uh, – not, not the Devils. I guess basically what I'm trying to say is we will see what happens uh, when the season starts and he starts broadcasting with Ken Danico. Um, I think – I would expect that there's going to be people that may not like him right away, but I think we should all give him a fair shot and kind of go from there. So I was actually going to talk about you know some guys that I would have liked to have seen the Devils um, go after. I know that Ryan Novosinski the night before had tweeted to uh, John Bucciagross and asked him if he was interested in de- being the Devils play-by-play voice. And he actually responded by saying, sure. But who knows if the Devils even reached out to him. We may never know exactly, um, other than Don LaGreca, who were the other candidates that were involved in this process. But nonetheless, the Devils officially have Um, the man who replaces Steve Cangelosi as the play-by-play voice of the New Jersey Devils. And now we'll see what the Devils decide to do with the public address announcer. Um, I don't know if they'll make an announcement. The Devils at this moment have not made a public announcement about Bill Spaulding. We'll see if they actually do. And we'll also see what the Devils decide to do with the uh, public address announcer. And what was funny is that when I saw Bill Spaulding's name come up, my immediate reaction at first, before I read the tweet from Novozinski, was that I thought he was another assistant coach that the Devils had hired, but then I saw that he's getting hired as the play-by-play boy. So, we'll see. I think it's a very solid hire. I like the guy. He seems to be very well knowledge- knowledgeable, and uh, definitely looking forward to hearing him and seeing him on TV in the next couple of months. So, once again, the Devils reportedly will be hiring Bill Spalding as the newest play-by-play voice of the New Jersey Devils on MSG. So welcome to the New Jersey Devils family, Bill Spaulding, and we look forward to hearing and seeing you uh, when the season gets underway.